0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Helix Reviews Podcast. My name is David Errington, bringing you reviews from A Christian Geek Worldview, and today... On the show, I'm going to be talking about the games that I want to see on the PlayStation 5. And, I guess, the Xbox Series 1 and whatever the other, you know, next-gen consoles will be. But, you know, I've had a PlayStation 1, 2, 3, and 4 now, and, I mean, just kind of looking at the industry, I'm probably not going to be, at this point, switching over to an Xbox Series X. Or, if they're going to have multiple of those, I don't know. But, you know... Whatever the Xbox version is, I'm probably going to be sticking to PlayStation. If I could get both, I would love that, but financially speaking, I can't get both. So, specifically, uh, when I'm talking, I'm going to be talking mostly about the PlayStation and PlayStation consoles here and moving forward, but... Uh, you know, Xbox games and stuff, when I'm able to, you know, get my hands on a console and a game and all that kind of stuff, I do like playing those as well. But again, the focus is gonna be on PlayStation, PlayStation 5 games primarily, but, you know, most of these games are probably ones that can uh, cross over to both consoles as well. Now, uh, with these games, you know, I could just predict or or guess or say what I want out of just, like, way crazy anything, like, I could, I could say, you know, hey, I want an open world Aquaman game, you know, in the, in the vein of Arkham City meets, like, a, a Supermanish type of thing, because he can swim anywhere, he can fly anywhere kind of thing, pretty much, and just, that would be so cool, and, you know, because I could, I guess I could pitch brand new games or brand new ideas, but, you know, obviously I want the new IPs, I want new adaptations like an Aquaman game or something, you know, I want different games, but I'm mostly going to be focusing on, you know, some of the sequels, some of the remakes and things that I, I think are coming or I expect are coming and, you know, focusing on some of those things. Some of these have been announced to some extent and uh, a lot of them have been rumored and stuff like that. I'm, I'm going to try to be somewhat reasonable with uh with what I want out of the next generation as far as these games that I am I'm talking about here I'm putting out this episode now because I think you know before the next console generation really gets announced I mean Xbox Series X is somewhat announced at this point they've announced several uh like launch lineup type games PlayStation hasn't really done that yet so uh and since I'm more of a PlayStation guy I'm kind of focusing on that and so I'm going to be, you know, kind of predicting and talking about some of the games that will hopefully or potentially be coming up within this next generation. And mainly focusing on kind of the la- the launch lineup, the, la- the f- launch kind of window games, including like the first like year, or possibly two if you want to be generous and kind of push that out, that kind of window of games for the PlayStation 5. So these are the games that like, if these games were hitting in like the launch window, you know, whether that be launch day or like the first year or so of the console. If these games were hitting and, and like we were getting several of these big games then it'd be like oh okay well I'm getting one really uh, PlayStation 5 really quickly then I've never been there for the launch of a console I always wait for it to get cheaper and then I buy a console and that's what I think I'm going to do with this one too I will probably buy it sooner than I've ever bought any other console before probably but uh, but I think, you know, I have enough of a backlog on PlayStation 4 that I can still play for, you know, years now and get through some of those games, wait for the prices to come down a little bit at least, you know, and then wait for like a Black Friday deal or something and then get a PlayStation 5. But if some of these games here that I'm going to be talking about are the the suspected kind of launch window type games, then... I might be getting a PlayStation 5 sooner than I think. So I just have a huge list of different games here. Some of these are rumored. Some of these have been like lightly announced, like not specifically announced, but kind of said, oh yeah, we're working on another this game, you know, kind of thing. And so, okay, like GTA 6, for example. Okay, GTA 6, I don't expect that to come out at the beginning of this generation. I think at the at the very earliest, it will probably come out, like, in the middle of the PlayStation 5 generation, possibly even pushing to the end of the PlayStation 5 generation. Now, why do I say that? Because the last game that Rockstar made was Red Dead Redemption 2, um, which is this huge, expansive, open-world game, and then you go back, the last one before that came out on PlayStation 3, Red Dead Redemption 2 was nearing the end of the life cycle for the PlayStation 4, then GTA 5 was nearing the end of the PlayStation of the PlayStation 3, so, you know, if we're following that same pattern, where at this point, Rockstar is pretty much putting out one gigantic game per console generation, then you know, going by that logic, GTA 6 will not be coming out for several years, you know, it's still got another five or six years in the oven at least, probably, unless they're further along on this than we think, and they were they were really working on this at the same time as working on Red Dead Redemption 2, so that way maybe maybe within the first two or three years of the PlayStation 5 we will get another GTA game, but to be perfectly honest, I just, I don't expect it anytime soon with the, the turnaround Rockstar has on games at this point, so GTA 6, I, I just, I don't expect that anytime too uh, soon, as well as Bloodborne 2, uh, Bloodborne 2, People have really wanted a Bloodborne 2. Occasionally, there's, like, rumors or something. Oh, is there one coming? But it always seems like they say, oh, no, there's not another one coming. And then uh, the the creators of that game are working on Elden Ring right now from Soft. Uh, is that right? From Software? Yeah. Uh, they're, they're working on Elden Ring right now. That should be their next game. And so, potentially, after Elden Ring, we might get Bloodborne 2. By the way, I didn't... Uh, I I just called it Bloodborne 2. I have uh, names. I I wrote up fake names for all of these sequels just for fun, okay? So, how about Bloodborne 2, The Reaper of Souls? Oh, yeah. I've never even finished the first Bloodborne, so I don't even know if that's a a good title for it or not. But I played some of it, and it was very fun, actually. I I like what I play. I have my problems with those type of games. Uh, Quite frankly, those games aren't made for me, but I really love the world of Bloodborne, and I would definitely play a Bloodborne 2, but this is definitely not one that would make me buy a console. This is one that, once it got cheaper, I would check it out at some point, because I love the the world that this is set in, and I love some of the boss fights and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I... I am of the opinion, which is divisive, especially among, like, Dark Souls, Bloodborne type community. I'm of the opinion that I would like this game better if it had an easy mode. You know, if it was easier, but that is, obviously, that's not the creator's vision of this. They want the, the really, really harsh, hard game, and so... You know, that's what it is, and I don't know. It is what it is. It's not necessarily for me. That's not my type of game. I do not play games for difficulty. And so, you know, and overcoming that difficulty and all that stuff, that doesn't uh you know, it does it doesn't really give me the satisfaction that all the people talk about, you know, when they finally beat the boss and it's like, oh finally, it's like that's not really for me, personally. But I don't think Bloodborne Two, honestly, is gonna be at the launch of the next generation. You know, within the first year or so, I don't see it happening. I could see it being maybe like the the you know two or three years in. Maybe I could see Bloodborne Two coming out if that's their next project after Elden Ring. You know, or, or maybe you know I don't know, I don't know how fast they turn around projects at uh, From Software, but. You know, I could see it being a few years into the PlayStation 5 life cycle, but I I don't see it coming, like, being a surprise at the, the launch of the console or anything like that. So, the next game I got on here is Horizon, maybe three quarters of a Dawn. I don't know. We're upgrading from Zero Dawn, uh, (laughs) the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn, whatever that may be. I really enjoyed Horizon Zero Dawn. I didn't think it was quite the masterpiece that I think uh, that that it seems like a lot of people kind of thought it was. I thought it's maybe a bit overrated, but it's still a really quality, really fun game. And I think there's, there's things that they can improve on, there's the things that they can uh, make better in this game, but it's such a fantastic idea, it's such a fun world, and and some really cool kind of fun gameplay in there. I would definitely be excited to play a sequel to Horizon, Uh, but I, uh, again, this is probably one that that wouldn't have me buy the console. This is one I would definitely check out whenever it would come out, and I I 100% expect another horizon game. I 100% expect them to announce another horizon game and I could totally see this hitting within that launch window, within that first like year or so of the console. You know, it's uh Horizon Zero Dawn was already a couple years ago and now I could totally see them having another one up and going and out the door by, you know, sometime in 2021, you know. So I could totally see this happening right near the beginning of the console generation. Kind of a, a big, uh, like, game that, that's very popular now to kind of help launch this console. I could totally see that happening. I'll, I'll bet you that that will happen. Uh, but again, I, I while I would play it and I'd be very excited for it, this isn't one of the ones that would totally convince me, at least by itself, to... Uh, to buy a console. There's only very few games that I think by themselves could convince me to buy a console, and I will get to those. Now, A Plague's Tale, Guilty, So what we got next. The first one, A Plague's Tale Innocence, uh, was the first game. Really enjoyed that game. Now, I, the way the name is set up, A Plague's Tale Innocence, it's, it's set up for having a sequel title, you know, whether a Plague's Tale, guilty, you know, because it's the opposite of innocence, get it? Wow, amazing. Uh, (laughs) Now, I don't know with this game, does it need to be a sequel? Like, do we need more of the same characters, or... Honestly, I think you could do a sequel to A Plague's Tale and just make it new characters in the same world with that same very narrative kind of focus uh, with like a a bit of the supernatural in there as well, like uh, like the first game. I very much enjoyed the first game and I it it seems like it was a success at least Uh, at least commercially kind of like, you know, people really seem to like it, you know Reception wise people really seem to like it. And so uh, I think it's a success probably enough that they might do a sequel Uh, whether it hits on the launch window or not. I don't know This seems like it's made by kind of a, a smaller studio and stuff So maybe it'll take longer to actually get it out Or maybe the fact that it's made by a smaller studio means they need to get it out quicker Uh uh, this is the kind of thing I could see happening within the first, like, two years of the console, getting another Plague Tale game, if they're going to make it into a franchise. That's, it's still, like, the way the first one ended, you don't really need to, but I would totally be down for it, because I really enjoyed the the story, primarily, of a Plague Tale, in a sense. Now, this next game is a game that would make me, make me consider buying a PlayStation 5, for sure. Batman... Arkham Owls, or Arkham something or other. The heavy rumor for the next Batman Arkham game is that it's gonna focus on the Court of Owls, which I think would be awesome. I think the Court of Owls is a fantastic group of of villains for Batman. They're just so great. They're, they're uh, this, you know, undercover Illuminati-type group that controls Gotham and all this kind of stuff. And then they have the Talons that are their, like, Hitman mercenary. like Not mercenary, but, like, Hitman uh, Winter Soldier, actually, kind of people that, that they awaken and send out to kill certain people and all that kind of stuff. That could be fantastic in a Batman game. It could also be fantastic, by the way, in a Batman movie. I would love to see the Court of in a Batman movie. But anyway... Uh, I think it could totally work in a game where, you know, first maybe just a Talon pops out and he Batman fights him and is like, oh wait, where did this guy come from? And that kind of thing. And you progress from there. They figure out about the Court of Owls. You know, you can have like Ra's al Ghul tied in there somehow. You could have different characters tied in there somehow. And there's so much cool stuff that you could do with a Court of Owls storyline. I would love to see Another Batman Arkham game, and there's been heavy rumors about this being the next Batman game. Even though they kind of finished the trilogy in like a, a pretty good way, I think in Batman Arkham Knight, uh, it's it, it, the rumors are they're still going to make Batman games. And personally, I would be down for it. Despite them kind of concluding the story in a positive way, uh, I would. I want. I, I want to play more Batman. Quite frankly, you know, I want more of the Batman stories and. I guess if it's a reboot in the same style, I guess that would be fine, or you tell prequel stories. I don't know exactly how all you would handle that, but ultimately, I, I want more Batman one way or another, so a Batman with a Court of Owls type storyline, I would absolutely love that game. So... Up next here, in the same similar kind of vein here, we got Spider-Man Goblin War. Okay, maybe Goblin War, because that's the name of uh, a comic book. And also, they seem to set up for potentially the Green Goblin in the next Spider-Man game, so that would be awesome. They also potentially, I, I guess this is semi-spoilers for uh, for the first Spider-Man game, so skip ahead like 30 seconds maybe here. There's kind of hints at a Venom in the next one, like they, it's not completely clear, but it seems to be hinting at kind of a a Venom maybe character in the sequel to Spider-Man as well, which those two characters are like the, some of the biggest villains of Spider-Man that were uh, missing from that first game, which I think that would be fantastic, man, I'd love those two in there, whether, you know, even if Venom gets his own game and and Goblin gets his own game as the the main antagonist, that would be great, but if they want to put them together, they've already proven that they can juggle, multiple villains really well in the Spider-Man games. Much like I think the Batman games did a great job at juggling a bunch of villains and and kind of having them each have their own little bit of a room to breathe, a little bit of space and a little bit so it just feels like a lived-in world where Spider-Man already has all these different villains and everything and it's just it's it's great. Man, I I love that first Spider-Man game. And I can't wait for a sequel. There's there's a lot of villains I'd like to see. Man, I'd like to see the Jackal if we want to have some like cloning kind of stuff going on. I don't know if they'd want to avoid that or not. But dude, I'd love to see the Jackal in there. I'd love to see Morbius. I mean, hey, you know the Morbius movie coming out. Maybe now is a good time to throw Morbius in your game. I don't know. Uh, man Bat is another one that would be very fun. Yo, David from the future here. It's not Man Bat that I'm talking about. It's Batwing. But you say, hey, wait, both of those are from the DC universe, not the Morbius. Marvel universe no actually yes actually that's true but there is a batwing in the marvel universe that is very similar to man bat that's why i got those two confused i like the character i think it'd be cool to appear but i said the wrong name this time we might get a miles morales spider-man that i mean are we going to play as him or we you know is it going to be like co-op kind of thing that could be really cool but i i don't expect that really because that would be Uh, I don't know, that would be different than what the first game was in a pretty dramatic way, but, I mean, that would be extremely cool. And once again, as a a huge superhero fan, and especially as a huge Spider-Man fan, this would definitely be one of those games that would make me think, okay, now I need to buy a PlayStation 5. You know, it's like, okay, now is the time to buy a PlayStation 5 because I want to play the next Spider-Man game. As soon as possible, because I love those games so much. Now, in a similar vein, because this is by the same developer, Insomniac, uh, I could see them doing Sunset Overdrive in a... Like, either remake the first one on the PlayStation 5. It was an Xbox exclusive, and then now PlayStation has bought Insomniac. So now, technically, Sunset Overdrive, which is an Xbox exclusive is owned by PlayStation. So, a little weird kind of switcheroo there, but I would love to see if they either uh, remade that onto the PlayStation 5, or if they just made a sequel to it, and, you know, because I I played some of the first Sunset Overdrive, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I think the way that you travel around the world, and that is fun. It has this kind of weird, quirky sense of humor that, again, it was fun, you know, just a very heavy emphasis on just having some crazy, ridiculous fun, and so, hey, I would love to see some more of that, but that said, I think Insomniac is too focused on making future Spider-Man movies for that to happen, but maybe if they could just hand those over to, like, some other studio, and some other studio could remake that first game, or even potentially make a sequel, I don't know, Uh, I don't know if the first game did well enough to make a sequel or anything, but, you know, I mean, that's, I would like to see that because I, I did enjoy what I played of the first Sunset Override, and I would, you know, if it came out on PlayStation 5, I would play it, you know? I would probably more likely play all the way through it then than uh, than I'm probably not going to at this point. Up next, we have a game that I am very excited for. It's inevitable. Resident Evil 8, the return of the first Person. Now, okay, not the return of, like, Adam and Eve or anything, but just the return of the first-person perspective, you know, because uh, they, I, I totally think they should return to the first-person perspective that they had in Resident Evil 7 for Resident Evil 8, because, uh, because the first trilogy in Resident Evil, the, the you know, 1, 2, and 3... All had the the fixed camera perspective with you walking around in that. Then uh, four, five, and six all had the uh, you know third person camera perspective of you behind the character. And so now with Resident Evil Seven, they changed it once again. It's first person camera. And now I think just go ahead do a trilogy like that. You know, finish off the first person camera horror trilogy which the Resident Evil 7 was a a huge return to horror for the Resident Evil franchise you know the uh once you hit four honestly like I think it was four five and six all had a, a much bigger focus on action over horror and seven had a huge, it had action for sure, but it had a huge focus on horror. That's honestly probably the scariest game that I've ever played, Resident Evil 7, and if they could, you know, return to that and make Resident Evil 8 as scary as 7, like, that would be awesome, you know? Because even, like, Resident Evil 2 didn't live up to the the scariness of Resident Evil 7, in my opinion. Then again, I don't find zombies super scary. That's not a... a, a I don't know, it's not a monster that I find particularly scary, so uh, maybe I'm just not the target audience for that type of horror. That said, I I tend to like zombie material, so it is what it is. I can't wait for Resident Evil 8. It, It would be one of those ones that would not convince me on its own to buy a console, but It would definitely add to my desire to want to get the PlayStation 5. Uh, This next one, God of War 2.5. I mean, how are you going to do that with God of War? Uh, You know, because uh, God of War, like, it already had a God of War 2. So you can't just call it God of War 2 again, right? Or can you? Because you already called one God of War a second time that's technically a sequel to the first one that's just called God of War. I don't know, it kind of makes it confusing for starting out here as another uh trilogy here. I don't know. Uh it's the, my I imagine they'll have it'll be called God of War 2 and then, you know, semicolon sub name or something. I, I I imagine that's probably how they'll handle this new series. Or maybe they'll call it 2 and then a sub name or something. It would just I just think it would be really weird if they just called it God of War 2, and then God of War 3, and it's just, again, you know, it's, it's, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but neither does calling that one God of War, honestly, in my opinion, but whatever, Uh, ultimately, I loved the first God of War game, man, that was, or the, the fourth, technically, God of War game, I guess, the, I, I loved 2018's God of War, I thought that was absolutely fantastic, so much fun, some amazing gameplay, an amazing story, some amazing character work in there, I loved it, I never really played the previous God of Wars, but man, I loved that God of War, and now a sequel to that, I cannot wait, I absolutely expect this to be coming fairly early on in next generation's life cycle. I I don't think, it probably won't be hitting any of the, you know, early enough to be cross-gen or anything like that. Uh, I think it'll just be probably PlayStation 5, but it'll probably not hit that launch window. I'm gonna guess it's not gonna be within like the first year or so. Those games, it seems like it took a while before you know, God of War actually came out, especially even from when they announced it to when it came out, so I think, you know, it'll be quicker in between sequels than it is to create the initial game, right, because you have a lot of the assets and stuff already, that said, uh, it, this, there, it's so big, it's so detailed, it's so much, it's so, like, beautiful and open world and all this kind of stuff, I guess, is it technically open world? I think it is, kind of, anyway, Uh, So, you know, it's such a a beautiful, detailed game and everything that I, I think it will take probably longer than the couple years that they had in order to hit a release date that that would be within that first year, you know. So I imagine this would be like I could see this coming out in 2021 or 2022. Not 2022 or something I could see this coming out uh but probably not within the the very close like launch window you know but I can't wait for the next God of War that would be so awesome uh this this next game would be one that single-handedly would make me probably buy a console uh Bioshock 4 from rapture to infinity or or whatever you know because you got rapture and then you got the infinite anyway uh (laughs) i i probably don't need to explain every name that i put here anyway uh (laughs) bioshock 4 man i love the three bioshock games All, all three of them absolutely fantastic phenomenal games the first two set in rapture this this really unique weird interesting environment with some rich history and some rich lore to it the first game especially having that amazing twist in there just absolutely fantastic that kind of changes the way that you look at video games in so many respects. Like, honestly, after games I've played after that, I've looked at it and been like, dude, Bioshock was totally messing with this type of gameplay, you know, that they were doing here, this type of game, or this kind of structure and stuff. And it's like, it's really cool. Really, really cool. And then number uh, three, Infinite, absolutely amazing. A A different world that is also very detailed, very rich, and very interesting, and, and very stylish, you know, and so with a Bioshock 4, it's like, what can you do with that? Could you create a whole new world that's separate from Columbia and separate from Rapture, or do you do you set another one in Rapture, or do you set no- another one in Columbia? I mean, I would be fine with a game in either of those places. If I were to choose, I would choose Rapture. I, I like Rapture better than Columbia, but Either way you go with that, I I would be fine with either of those. I honestly I think it would be cool if they started the game in Rapture and they they marketed the game as hey this is another Bioshock game that's set in Rapture and I would be like oh that's so cool I can't wait and all this kind of stuff and then that's only half the first half of the game and the second half of the game you go through a portal or something, you know, Elizabeth's portals or something, I don't know, you can do weird stuff in Bioshock, and then you end up in Columbia, you know, so you start in one, and you end in another one, you know, and maybe there could be a third one, or maybe there could be something in between, and, you know, have a whole new world, or something completely different, you know, but I always thought it would be cool if, like, you started a game in one, but then you ended up in, like, just a completely different spot by the time you come to the the end of the game, you know I always thought that would be cool. Either way, if whenever they make a Bioshock, another Bioshock, they've already announced that they're working on another Bioshock. They announced that honestly like a long time ago when they announced that. But they they're working on another Bioshock. I was you know how with how long ago they announced it, I was kind of expecting it to be within that launch window but now we have not heard anything about it I still think this potentially could be within like the launch window you know whenever they announce the PlayStation 5 officially and they they announce a bunch of the the early games for the PlayStation 5 I could potentially see BioShock 4 being among those games And if it is, well, I I guess I'm getting a console earlier than I'm I'm expecting to, you know, because, dude, I cannot wait for another Bioshock games. Those, all three of those are among my favorite games of all time, so y'all better not mess it up, you know? Ken Levine may be gone, but hey, he was gone for the second one, too, and I loved that one, so, dude, I love, I love the Bioshock games, man. All right. Uh, some other things that could potentially be here in the launch window, so uh, maybe something like Last of Us Part 2 DLC, though I imagine if they did that they would probably put the DLC out on the PlayStation 4 version as well because it's getting released on the PlayStation 4. By the way, The Last of Us Part 2 coming out in a couple weeks, dude, I cannot wait for that. I am so excited, so excited for The Last of Us Part 2. Uh, There will probably be like a first reactions kind of episode on that and then whenever I finish it uh, I'll probably do a full review of The Last of Us Part 2 because I am so excited for that game Uh, So whenever the DLC comes out I could see potentially that coming to the next generation of consoles or something maybe but honestly The Last of Us Part 2 multiplayer because they've said that they're working on a multiplayer that is separate from the main game like they were working on it in conjunction with the main game to include it in with the the campaign but then they're like no we're gonna focus all our attention on the campaign then we're gonna do some stuff with multiplayer now to be perfectly honest I would not be surprised if the multiplayer thing kind of goes away and we never hear about it again and that's just that and it's just like oh you know, that never happened, and then we get Last of Us 3, or we get Uncharted 5, I don't know, whatever the next game that they're working on is, you know? Uh, so, you know, that wouldn't really surprise me, but if they are working on the Last of Us 2 multiplayer, that would be a fantastic thing to launch the PlayStation 5 with, honestly. Like, especially if they could make it, and if they could make it the, the like, free you know, you, you just buy the skins or you buy the hats or or the costumes and stuff that you could buy, like in the first one, they up their game on that kind of stuff and then make it like a free to play PlayStation five exclusive last of us game. Like, dude, I think that would go bonkers. People loved the, the multiplayer in the first one. I I played some of it and I actually, generally speaking, enjoyed it, but I never got too much into it. Uh, But I think there's so much potential with that, you know? Like, I I should... Well, actually, I was gonna say I should go back and try it again, but I think the servers were shut down. I I don't even think they exist anymore. I don't know if the remaster has the multiplayer in that or not, like, uh, on the PlayStation 4. I don't know, I should check that out. Anyway, uh, I I never played too much of the the multiplayer stuff, but I know there is a definite audience for that. Like, there's people that just absolutely love The Last of Us multiplayer so, dude, can you imagine if they just, you know, they, they pulled a, a a Call of Duty Warzone kind of thing where it's like, hey, Last of Us multiplayer right here for free, everybody come and get it. That would be crazy. Like, I think people would flock to that based partially, based mostly on the IP, right? Based, most, based mostly on The Last of Us name, you know? Then again, I'm not a marketing guy. I I don't know what I'm talking about. All right, so the next game on here is another one. This is another one that would be kind of a console seller for me. Infamous First Son, again. Let's go back to Colmograph this time. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I liked Infamous Second Son a lot, actually. Uh, But we don't need Delson. Delson's his name? Yeah, we don't need Delson in the sequel Uh, Honestly, we don't even necessarily need Cole McGrath. I'd like to see another one with Cole. I thought he was a a great character and extremely fun. Fun powers, all that kind of stuff. I love the first two infamous games. Again, those infamous games, some of my all-time favorite games. Uh, You know, so I I would love to see them bring back Cole McGrath from those and and maybe continue that story or or something. You know, Cole McGrath and Zeke and all that kind of stuff. That'd be great. Uh, Either that or make make the infamous franchise into an assassin's creed style series where every couple years you get a different superpowered person in different settings in each game so you could go all over the world you could make it modern day you could make it in the past tape you could make it in the future you know you could make it anytime the options for a infamous shared universe are, are like endless you know you could get so many different like super powered characters in there you could cross them over you could not cross them over you know it, it doesn't really matter you get some cool superpowers you get a cool open world it doesn't even necessarily need to be open world but all the infamous games have been open world so it'd probably all be open world type games and so just make Cool, unique, different superhero type games. Like, they were ahead of the curve on that with Infamous, you know? Making its own characters and then making as comic book-ish type characters. And with the first two games, they even had the the comic book style cutscenes, which were really cool, you know? But now, superheroes are, are huge, you know, Not, way bigger than they were when the first Infamous game came out, so they were kind of ahead of the curb in that respect, and, like, now's the time, you know, now they're, they're making Ghost of Tsushima, it's the same developers, or at least it's the same studio, and, you know, I can't wait for that, honestly, I'm really excited for Ghost of Tsushima, but... I want to see more infamous games, whether it is Sucker Punch, the studio that made them or whether they hand it off. I want to see more infamous games. I want more of the superhero crazy gameplay that you got where you can kind of fly around and all this kind of different stuff. I love those games so much and I I definitely want more. Now, do I think we're going to see an infamous game early on in the life cycle, probably, well, maybe early on, but not within that opening, like, year-type period, you know? With Sucker Punch uh, making Ghost of Tsushima, my guess is they want to make that into a franchise. They want that to be their new thing. So, going into the the PlayStation 5, I would imagine a few years into the PlayStation 5, we're going to get Ghost of Tsushima 2, assuming the first one does well, you know, and is good, you know? So, I, I imagine that's going to be their franchise that they're probably going to focus on within this next generation, and Infamous is going to be left in the dust. Unfortunately, I would love to see them even just hand it off to another studio to do this, but uh, I mean, I, I just don't—I I don't think that's going to happen. Unfortunately. The next game I got on here is Tomb Raider, A Trip to the Past, and uh, by that I mean this could either be a sequel where that follows up with the same Tomb Raider, you know, character and all this kind of stuff, where they, they lean more heavily into the science fiction elements. They've all had science fiction elements and fantasy type elements to the story, but the the previous games in the series, the ones that I haven't played, leaned way more into the science fiction elements at points, even bringing in like dinosaurs and time travel and stuff like that. Uh, you know, so that's like the trip to the past kind of thing, where it's like, okay, it's more like these older, you know, older games in some ways. you know, bring some more of the, a little bit more over-the-top kind of crazy elements into the modern-day trilogy, you know, you did your trilogy, you made the origin trilogy, or whatever you wanted to call that, that's done, now you got the Tomb Raider, let's go crazy with it, let's do something different, you know, we've had this for three games, they're three great games in my opinion, but We've had the three games, now let's, let's branch out, let's do something a little bit different, let's make it a little bit more crazy. Or, the other option for this is, I would love to see them completely remake some of the older Tomb Raider games. Much in the same way that they remade Resident Evil 2, I didn't play the original Resident Evil 2, I played this new one, and I just looking at the gameplay of the original, I'm gonna like this new one way better, just because... The, just because of all the improvements that they made to it visually and all this kind of stuff, and then the way the the acting and all this kind of stuff is is much improved upon just from the, the video clips I've seen of the original Resident Evil. Now, if we could do the same thing with Tomb Raider, where we take those, we take that gameplay, and we up it, we improve it, and all this kind of stuff, and so we can get remakes of the old Tomb Raider games I would absolutely love that, man. I would like it, you know, make it in the style of the new Tomb Raider games, except for you go back and you do the ones where she meets the dinosaurs or she does whatever, you know, all this kind of crazy, more science fiction-y kind of stuff that's in those games. We can have in a remake I would love that, man. I I hope that happens. Now, of those two things, which one would I expect to happen? I expect the sequels. I expect them to make more Tomb Raider sequels, and I want them to, you know? And so if... You know, I imagine within like the first two or so years of the next console generation, we'll probably get another Tomb Raider game. You know, the last one I think was successful. Uh, people mostly enjoyed it, though it seemed like it was the least of their reception-wise of the recent Tomb Raider games. But I think we'll be getting another one, and uh, I'm I'm excited for it. Though I, I I would love to see them do the uh, Resident Evil treatment with it, uh, with giving the old ones some uprising, not just uprising, but redoing the gameplay to today's standards. You know. That'd be awesome. Uh, Call of Cthulhu Rise of the Elder Gods or something. I mean, <laughs> I loved the old Call of Cthulhu game from a, a few years back. You know, it's I, I, I thought that game was fantastic It's it has its issues, but I really enjoyed it and I would love to see them make a sequel to it. I don't know how well it did. I don't know this studio's financial situation or anything considering they made Cthulhu game that was, that was a pretty small game and kind of stuff, you know, so I don't know what happened with them, but if they're making another one, I want to see it. Is this going to happen? Quite frankly, I have no idea, but I would love to see A sequel to call of cthulhu or just another call of you know cthulhu game you know another game doesn't even have to be that same character or anything because that had branching paths in the story and stuff so you know it'd be hard to do a sequel with that considering he could be dead he could be alive depending on what you chose cthulhu could be here or he could be not here, depending on what you chose, you know, it's like the, the game diverges greatly, so a sequel would be difficult, but hey, maybe if you just say, hey, this happened or this happened, you could do things a little differently or something, but either way, or you could just choose a canon ending, I mean, can you just choose the canon ending that, oh, hey, look, here's Cthulhu, uh, <laughs> I don't know, either way, I really enjoyed Call of Cthulhu, would love to see a sequel, do I expect it? Not really. Quite frankly, it seems like these kind of games are, are small and kind of niche games, and so I don't know how well these games do. In that same vein, the Sinking City, Dagon versus Cthulhu Battle Royale, or some, that'd be a stupid name. Anyway, <laughs> the Sinking City another great Cthulhu-esque game. This this game was kind of, like, Lovecraft adjacent. It, it definitely had nods to Lovecraft. You There was, like, a Cthulhu statue in there at a point, uh, but I don't think they ever made any direct uh, references to Cthulhu. Like, they, they never, you know, talked about him or anything. They talked about Dagon quite a bit, uh, but Dagon is not H.P. Lovecraft original. He's Dagon is an ancient, you know, deity to some cultures. Dagon's in the Bible, actually. Did you know that? He's the, Dagon is the god that, that, uh, stone god or whatever that, that falls down and breaks into pieces when the Ark of the Covenant is in there next to him. Uh, so that's who Dagon is. In case you didn't know, you can go back and check that out. That's in Kings, I think. Anyway, uh, but you know, the the first game was kind of Lovecraft adjacent, you know, and this one, I would not mind at all if they just, they just went full-blown Lovecraft with it, you know, they, they took that story, and whether, again, whether it be that story, whether it be a different story just set in the same universe, or, or whatever, you, you take that story, And you continue that on, and you can put Cthulhu in there, or you could put, you know, some other, you know, Dagon, or you could put some other monsters in there, some other Lovecraft kind of stuff in there. I love that. I really enjoyed it. I wish, I I hope there's more. I hope there's more. These people made a bunch of Sherlock Holmes games, I think, before this, and I think they're making another Sherlock Holmes game. I'm pretty sure I heard that. Uh, I'm not 100% on that so don't quote me on that But I I think I heard that which disappoints me a little bit because I would love to see a sequel to the sinking city, you know And and tighten things up a little bit. Uh, you know, there was some things gameplay wise I think that could have been better, but I would love to see more of that That would be a day one purchase for sure Uh, but that probably wouldn't be a console seller for me personally, but I I would definitely buy that Uh, the evil within joseph and kidman strike back At Ruvik. Uh, (laughs) I love The Evil Within 2. The first Evil Within I played some of, I didn't even finish it, and I watched the ending on YouTube, and it was like, okay, interesting story, interesting some stuff going on in here, but uh, you know, interesting world building, especially going on in that game, but uh, ultimately I didn't love it. The second game, a fantastic, fantastic survival horror game. If you're into survival horror games, you need to check out The Evil Within 2. It's so good. It is so good. Uh, but this one, you know, you don't really need to bring Sebastian back. He's the the main character of the first two games. He had a really good ending in two. I would like to see. Uh, I would like to see a sequel. But you could have Joseph be the main character or Kidman. You know, both of those characters were in the previous two games, and uh, both of those characters I think could you know stand their own hold their own with a evil within game you know and so i think I, I would like to see either of those two characters you know take over the lead role over sebastian here with a sequel cuz sebastian i think had a a good ending with the second game so he doesn't need to come back and suffer through all this madness once again you know, whereas kidman I think you could reasonably find a a way to bring her back in. Also, Ruvik, I mean, he's the the bad guy in the first game that is left pretty unresolved. And then... uh The second game only, like, briefly mentions him or something, and he's not a big deal at all in that game. The the second game has a completely different focus. Uh, So I would love to see a sequel where they bring back some of these characters and and conclude more of the story or or just continue more of the story, at least. I love the second Evil Within game, man. It's so, so good. And uh, that said, I don't think this is happening. I think the Evil Within franchise is dead. It doesn't seem like it sold very well. It seems like the people that played The Evil Within 2 enjoyed it, but just not a lot of people actually played The Evil Within 2, unfortunately. So we're probably not getting an Evil Within 3. The studio that made that is making Ghostwire Tokyo now, which I'm excited about just based on the amount that I love The Evil Within, but unfortunately I I don't think... uh, I think the evil then's dead at this point, unfortunately. Uh, though that would be definitely one that would make me want to buy the PlayStation 5. So come on people, let's do it. Uh Burnout 2, Paradise City returns. Oh yeah. Uh, uh prob- probably probably not gonna be Burnout Paradise 2, but I would love to see more burnout. You know, they, they remade Burnout Paradise on the modern day consoles. I really like the Burnout games, whether it's the older Burnout games or Burnout Paradise, an open-world Burnout game. Absolutely fantastic, fun uh, fun racing game, great crashing physics and all this kind of stuff. I think they just need to bring that back, make it open-world again like that again, and just more crazy destruction, all the new stuff that you can do with the PlayStation 4 engine, uh, make a split-screen again. Come on, that's the thing I didn't like about Paradise City is that there was no split screen in that. And no racing games nowadays have split screen, which is so annoying. Every racing game, in my opinion, should have split screen. Like, no exceptions. Come on, guys. (laughs) I want to play racing games with my brother or somebody, you know, other people. And it's like, come on, I can't. Stupid. All right. Dude, I play play some racing games with uh, one of my friends that. It's split screen. It's a PlayStation 2 game that mostly that I'm playing. And it's like, dude, this is so great. Like, this is so much fun. I wish we could do this on the PlayStation 4. But there is no PlayStation 4 game, racing game, that is split screen hardly at all. You know? No good ones, at least, that I know of. So it's just, it's insane. It's stupid. Do you know of any? Show me an email. HelixReviewsPodcast at gmail.com. Seriously, tell me a good racing game that is... That is multi-that's split screen multiplayer on PlayStation 4. I want to play it. Uh, once again, with the burnout, this wouldn't be a system seller for me, but this would be one that I would that would add to my anticipation of getting the console for sure. Uh, another racing game that I'd love to see come back, but I, I totally don't expect it. Split Second. And, uh, split second, those older games, I I don't know how old those games got. Uh, I think the, the one that I played mostly was just on PlayStation 4. I don't know if they released, I don't know how many of those games they released, but split second, at least that first game, absolutely fantastic. It's so much fun, man. They basically, the conceit of that game is it's it split screen. You can split screen this thing and, uh, you're racing and you can, you know, you, you like build up this meter by, I don't remember how exactly, you you close calls or something, you build up this meter, and then you can cause destruction in the environment to try to take out the people in front of you, it is so much fun, it's so crazy and ridiculous, and it's so over the top, I just absolutely loved Split Second, man, that is such a great racing game, I wish they made more of them, I wish they would bring the franchise back, and especially with, like, a a PlayStation 5 type capabilities, where you could upgrade the destruction so much more, very much like Burnout, you know, you could upgrade that destruction stuff so much more, I would love to see that stuff, also with, uh, with Burnout, I would love to see the return of the crash mode, too, because that would be great, anyway, moving on, So, we got Beyond Three Souls. Now, remember when I said that I was talking reasonably? This is not a reasonable suggestion. I do not think this is going to happen at all. But... I'd love to see a sequel to Beyond Two Souls, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> bring back Jody, you know, bring back Ellen Page as Jody, you can bring back William Defoe or whomever, this is another one that would be kind of difficult with the whole multiple choices at the end, how did things end, but I would love to see more with that character, I really, really like Beyond Two Souls, it's among my favorite games, so I would love to see the return of that, a sequel to that, uh, but... Quite frankly, I don't think it's going to happen. David Cage seems to just make individual games and not really want to make uh, sequels to those games, and so I I doubt we're going to get a sequel, Uh, but I would love to see a sequel. Dead Space 4... In like a, a conference type talk about the PlayStation Five, uh, they the PlayStation released it on their YouTube channel, and they mentioned the Dead Space games in that that conference, which was interesting. They didn't like announce any new ones or anything like that. They just mentioned the old ones that were back on the PlayStation Three, but it's, like it, it's. And I found it interesting just because it's like wait a minute, you're you're referencing this old game. Does that? Is that maybe hinting at a new game to come, or did you just particularly like that game and and plug it in here as an explanation or something? I don't know, but if they're hinting at a Dead Space 4, I would love to see, you know, Dead Space 4 deader space or something, not stupid. Uh, <laughs> You know, bring back the survival horror genre. The survival horror genre is kind of coming back with Resident Evil 7, with uh, Resident Evil 2 and 3. You know, some of these... Uh, more survival horror-based type games, and Evil Within 2, by the way, uh, and, you know, we could totally see another Dead Space coming in here, you know, maybe don't call it Dead Space 4, just call it Dead Space again, like God of War, I guess, or something, you know, just, just revive the Dead Space franchise, because, uh, those first couple games, I never ended up playing the third one, I'm still kind of curious about playing it at some point, but at this point, who knows, uh, But I would love to see a return to that franchise. There's cool monsters, there's cool weapons, and it's got this creepy, kind of oppressive atmosphere that's great. I love it. We should get more Dead Space games, you know? Take some cues from the Resident Evil remakes and make it more, you know, kind of in that vein, I suppose. I don't know. But I love them. I love them. We should get more Dead Space games. Uh... Dishonored 3, Rebirth of the Outsider, because uh, <laughs> in the last game he died, uh, you know, because it's called Death of the Outsider, I assume he died, I actually never played Death of the Outsider, that's in my, uh, backlog of games that I need to play, but let's make more Oh, Dishonored games! Dishonored one and Dishonored two are so much fun. They're they're very stealth based games, which I'm not super great at stealth based games. Uh, but man, the when you get to the when you do the action, the action greats. When you successfully pull off the stealth, the stealth is great. The superpowers are awesome. Teleporting around, the sword play uh, when you're actually fighting sword sword. It's just not great, but when you're, when you're being stealthy, and you go up and bam, kill people, like, stealthily, or take people out, or all this kind of stuff, and then you got the, the negative ending if you're killing people, and the positive ending if you're not killing people kind of thing, very cool, very cool, I, I really, uh, I really like those first two games, I'm gonna play Death of the Outsider one of these days, but, I I do hope that that franchise isn't dead. It hasn't... Death of the Outsider was a while ago, and so it, it has me worried that that might just be the end of the franchise, but I would be totally down for another Dishonored game if that ever happens. I, I hope it does. Now, here's another one that's just on my wish list that I, I totally don't think is going to happen, but Lost Planet 4. You remember the Lost Planet games 1, 2, and 3... Great games, man. I love those games. You're fighting monsters, you go to different planets, and you're blowing monsters up. Number two had co op which was fantastic, I I loved that, you could, me and my brother, again, We me and my brother blasted through so many aliens playing through that game, so much fun, and then the third one took out the co-op, which was disappointing, but then they added a actually surprisingly effective story in there, and I thought that was great, so, Lost Planet 4, more monster madness here you know let's whether it be the multiplayer if it's multiplayer split screen dude I'm on board or if it's more of a story focused monster fighting game dude I'm on board once again I love those lost planet games I wish there was more of them I wish they kept making them but those disappeared I don't know if they didn't do well or, or what but those disappeared and I would love to see more lost planet games man uh PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale or, you know, something else. It'd probably be the first one was called Battle Royale, which is now, it would never be called that nowadays because now that's a a popular genre that is not fighting games, uh, (laughs) which is interesting. But I would love to see a sequel to PlayStation All-Stars. Now, once again, I I don't expect this to happen Uh, this There's been rumors, actually, of another PlayStation All-Stars game that I heard, and I was like, really? That kind of surprises me, considering I didn't think the first one did that well. That said, I really enjoyed that first game. There's definitely some things that could have been better, but... I I really wish that they made sequels to this, you know, this is like Super Smash Bros, but with PlayStation characters, dude, I am so on board for this, let's just, let's make it happen, let's make more of them, you know, now there's so many other characters, you know, you can get Aloy in there as one of the fighting characters, you know, there's Spider-Man now, he's a PlayStation exclusive uh, character here, you know, it's, it's great, we could have so many of these characters in here that wasn't in the first game, but unfortunately, uh, it's, it's probably just not going to happen. Another one that's not going to happen is... Is Portal Three, man. Those first two Portal games are so much fun. I would love to see a Portal Three, but it, it just doesn't seem like Valve is making a lot of games nowadays. I mean, they made uh, they made the new Half Life, Half Life Alex, you know, which makes me think, oh, maybe Half Life Three is coming, which everybody has been championing for for years and years and years, but. Maybe that's gonna be finally coming down the pipeline. I've played some of Half Life two, and I thought that was pretty fun when I played it. It's the kind of thing where it's like I I've always kind of wanted to go back to it, but never enough to to get back on, on the PlayStation four and actually PlayStation three and actually play it. You know, if they re released it on PlayStation four or five, maybe I would. But at this point, I honestly don't know that I'm ever gonna go back and finish, uh, you know, the, the Half Life three. But Portal 1, Portal 2, both fantastic fun games. I love those games so much. So unique and interesting and different you know. And so I would again, I would just I would love to see a third game. I would love to see them add some new things and change some things up or just have more puzzles, more of GLaDOS making fun of you, more wacky weird stories that are just a blast and and just great. Man, I I love those first two games. It's it's sad that we didn't get another one, you know, it's, it's a bummer, uh, now this next one, I actually think we're gonna get, Wolfenstein 3, B.J. Blaskovich, the man who killed Hitler, and then Bigfoot, uh, you're, it's <laughs> probably not gonna kill Bigfoot, but he's probably gonna kill Hitler, right, I mean, this is the third game, right, uh, I love those first two games man Wolfenstein A New Order and Wolfenstein The New Colossus Absolutely fantastic game Now we just need Wolfenstein 3 The new man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot Uh, I love those first two games Just absolutely fantastic First person shooters Some of the greatest first person shooter Mechanics I've ever played In my opinion just an absolute Blast I want to see the Conclusion of this story you know it seems like We're building up to some kind of big thing in the third game, I think, and so I want to see the conclusion to this story, we had Youngblood, I actually enjoyed Youngblood, despite some issues with that, I had a review of that on the podcast when that came out, but I, I expect Wolfenstein 3, this is something that I could see within the first year or two of the PlayStation 5 generation, you know, I, I could see this coming out of that, you know. Uh it's I, I definitely think this is what they're working on next. They just they did Wolfenstein Youngblood as kind of this weird in-between thing that they were trying out, you know, but now they're gonna return to the mainline Wolfenstein franchise. I that that's my guess anyway as to what's going on with those guys. Uh my next one here is one that honestly I don't know if it's gonna happen or not. But Titanfall 3 You know, I would love to see Titanfall 3, the fall of the legends or something. You know, I don't know, because (laughs) let's work the Apex Legends title in there or something. Uh, Titanfall 2, after Titanfall 2, they went and they started working on Apex Legends. Now Apex Legends is out, it's a live service-y type game. So they're consistently working on Apex Legends, consistently changing things there and making things different and new and, and, you know, putting a lot of time and effort into that so is titanfall 3 being worked on as well i have no idea you know i don't know if if titanfall 3 is going to be in the pipeline for in the first few years of the playstation 5 i hope so titanfall 2 absolutely fantastic so much fun man so great and if they could make a Titanfall 3 and maybe even work some of Apex Legends, you know, if you could end up in the Apex Legends map at some point in Titanfall 3, like, that would be super cool, right? Like, that would be really cool because that play- takes place in the Apex Legends world, you know? It's... That's really cool. Uh, will it happen, though? I don't know. Honestly, I'm kind of conflicted just because since there's so much focus on Apex Legends, uh... I I think they could just be focusing completely on that and just kind of leave Titanfall behind. But honestly, the reason I'm not crazy about Apex Legends is that it's like Titanfall, but stripping out the best parts, which is some of that awesome gameplay of the running and the, the wall running and the Titans and all this other kind of the double jumping and all this other really fun stuff that's in Titanfall, but they stripped it out for... <laughs> for this game, Apex Legends, and it was just kind of disappointing in my opinion. I would love to see a return to the Titanfall of that I, I love from Titanfall 2, you know, and do another campaign in there. Uh just I love Titanfall 2. I want a Titanfall 3 and I don't really play Apex Legends. I tried it out and it was like, eh, it's alright, but it's it's just I'm not crazy about it, you know. Ultimately I like Call of Duty Warzone better than I like Apex Legends, you know, so that's my Battle Royale of choice Uh, and my final game On the list here is, is again One of that uh, like, I just, I don't know If it's gonna happen or not, Pray 2, you know, you're you Hope you're not on this, or no, okay here, Here's my title, Pray You're not on the spaceship this time Uh, <laughs> so bad So bad, okay Pray 2, the, the first Game I don't know if the first game did well or not the first game was quite a while ago though and it kind of makes me think that the the prey franchise just might be done again which didn't they make an, a prey? they were working on a sequel and then it got canceled. So then now they made this Prey and they were working on a sequel and is it canceled or something maybe? I mean just the same exact thing twice, that would stink. The first Prey, I enjoyed. It had its flaws, but I think they could be fixed in a, a sequel. I would love to see a sequel to Prey. They did come out with the the Moon DLC where you're like you're jumping around on the moon. It's they made it kind of into a, like a roguelike type of, type of thing which is Interesting, but it, it wasn't necessarily up my alley personally. Uh, I would love to see a sequel to Prey. I the the world they set up there, the aliens they had there, the shape shifting kind of aliens and stuff were really cool, and I would love to see more of that. You know, uh, ultimately the story was kind of hit or miss with me. Like there was some interesting elements, but I, I didn't love it ultimately. Uh, but you know, I, again, I would just, I would love to see a sequel to Prey. This would be, again, one of those games that wouldn't be a system seller for me, but it would be one that would add to my anticipation for the PlayStation 5. I don't, I don't know. I I have a feeling this series might just be dead, though, which is unfortunate. So that's all. That's all the games that I had on my list here. What games are you looking forward to for the PlayStation 5? What games do you want for the PlayStation 5? Shoot me an email, helixreviewspodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you guys. Helix Reviews is a proud member of the Christian Geek Central Network, a hub of all kinds of cool Christian geeky stuff. From around the web, from around the web, all funneled to ChristianGeekCentral.com. That is it for this episode of the Helix Reviews podcast. Coming up on the next episode, uh, if it's not the lead, the the Last of Us Part Two episode, then it's gonna be another one of the uh, best of the decade episodes that started last time. Uh, I might alternate every other episode with a best of the decade episode. Uh, I'm, I'm not one hundred percent sure on how uh the release schedule of those episodes are gonna be but those the next several episodes we're gonna have a a lot of the best of the decade episodes all concluding in the the ultimate episode where i count down everything kind of thing which uh will hopefully be awesome so that's it for this time guys this is david arrington of the helix reviews podcast signing out bye-bye